Well, the weather inside is frightful, and the snow is really nightful, and since God waits, God go. Call Joe, call Joe, call Joe. What? Well, I was singing the Christmas songs. Yeah, but that, those aren't the words to the Christmas song. It's, oh, the weather outside is frightful, but the fire is... Joe so smiles. No. <laughs> since you got a place to go. No, since there's no place to go. Gotta go, gotta go, gotta go. No, 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 no. No, it's let it snow, let it snow, let it snow. Anyways, Merry Christmas, Hank. Anyway, yeah, Merry Christmas, James. Okay, so what, are you just copying me? I am just copying you. Okay. All right. Well, thank you, Hank. Uh, I'm, I'm hopeful that you had a nice Christmas and we had a little time off. You know, we didn't do a show last week because Christmas and everything was coming and it just, the, the, the time got away from me. Yeah, time gets away. Like, great Scott, Marty, time got away from me. No, not not like that. Just that time got away from me and able to get in the studio and do it because there was a lot going on. You know, you got to get all the final little Christmas things going and all of that. And, uh, and you know, I do all the cooking around the house for the, the big Christmas festivities. And we had a wonderful time with some friends. Some of our neighbors uh, came over and we had, we ha- I, I made a, a lovely dinner. As at least everybody else tells me a lovely. Although, you know what? I have enough confidence in myself to say it was a lovely meal. It went off without a hitch. And yeah, you didn't invite me. Yeah, that's why I said it went off without a hitch. What? Nothing. Okay. Anyways. Well, Hank, uh, you are the engineer of the show. Uh, is it all ready to go? We're ready to record? Well, we've been recording the whole time. Okay, that's what I thought. But all right. See, I could see the little counter on the screen that's running with the little red dot. And I kind of assumed that that meant we were recording. Oh, is that what that means? <laughs> You don't know nothing. Where's Billy, our intern here? Hey, Billy! Let to go. Let us know, let us know, let us know. Oh, Billy, Billy, you got the right words. Oh, yes, Mr. James. Yes, of course I know. Let us know, let us know, let us know. All right, did you have a nice Christmas, Billy? Oh, I did, uh, absolutely, I did. Yes, indeed, I did, sir. Yes. Mm-hmm. Well, that's wonderful. And uh, we should bring in Mr. Announcer Guy to introduce the show and check how his Christmas was. I guess, hey, Mr. Announcer Guy! Oh, yes, James. Oh, you're in quite good spirits here this morning for a nice uh, Jatcast after Christmas Jatcast. Yeah, man, ready to go. Now, did you get did you get some uh, good gifts and, and stuff? Did you have a nice holiday, a nice Christmas uh, day with uh, the family and Mr. Announcer Guy family and friends? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, man, me and my brothers were all around hanging around doing our announcer thing. Oh, that's what, well, yes, of course, George, uh, the announcer guy, the uh, feel-good movie guy. And um, I, that was my impression of him. That was a pretty good impression, I think. You know, I don't do a lot of impressions on this show, but I got to tell you, I did a pretty good impression of, of George, the announcer guy there. And your brother, Jake, the intense movie guy. Jake, the announcer guy. Yes, I had a super Christmas. Well, thanks, Jake. Where is George? George, hey, come in. Yeah, James, you did a good impression of me. Well, thanks. Yeah, I was trying. And uh, then Mr. Announcer Guy, oh, you have Charlton, your older brother, who's kind of the folksy announcer guy. Hey, Charlton! Well, hello there, James. I had a super Christmas, huddled up by the fire with family and friends, good food, and fun. (laughs) See, when you say it, everything just sounds lovely and delightful. Well, thanks a lot, James. I try. Okay, okay. Well, Mr. Announcer Guy, why don't you go ahead uh, and introduce the... uh, This is like the last show of the year. 
Yeah, man, I'm gonna cry. Well, no, no, don't. Why? Last show of the year, I'm gonna cry. <laughs> Hank, it's no big deal. It's just we'll do another show next week. What is it? Well, just it's just this week is the last week of this year. That's all. Oh, yeah, okay, whatever. <laughs> okay. So, Mr. Announcer Guy, go ahead, introduce the show, and then we'll get on with it. Yeah, man. <clears throat> Cue that music, Jerry the Music Man. You got it, Mr. Announcer Guy. Thanks, dude. <clears throat> Ladies and gentlemen, children of all ages, it's the James Arnold Taylor Podcast. Talking to myself, we call it the Jetcast, man. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. Why, of course, man. Wow, dudes, that was a lot of people. On today's show, we'll wrap up the year. Okay. And now, here he is, the same guy that's doing all those voices, including this one, James Arnold Taylor! Yada doo dump bump Thanks, dude. You got it, dude. I'm going to go now. See, when he says it, it's so exciting. You know, if I could, you know, when I leave a room, if I did it like, I'm going to go now, people would go like, all right, go already. <laughs> but when Mr. Announcer Guy says it, it's really exciting. Anyways, uh, well, okay, a little water. Ah, that's good water. So if you're listening to the James Arnold Taylor podcast, which I assume you are because <laughs> you're listening to me talking here. Oh, that's silly. What we do here at the Jackcast is we want to make sure we're in good uh, spirit, soul, body, heart, mind, will, all of those things all coming together. So we have some water. We do some nice breathing exercises. We practice mindfulness. We practice uh, prayer, meditation, and just, you know, meditation has kind of a, you know, kind of a guru-y kind of, you know, whatever. Uh, but it's not. It's just when I say meditation, I mean prayer. I pray to God. That's what I do. So there you go. We want to be in a good state of mind. Just relax. You're listening to the James Arnold Taylor podcast. Everything's cool right now, man. Okay, so whatever's been going on in life, you got all that stuff. That stuff's going to happen no matter what. And you're going to, you know, deal with it and all. And we're going to talk about some of that and how to cope with things and stuff today. But it's all good because you got the earbuds in or you're listening in the car, or you're listening in the computer, or you're listening on uh, wherever you listen to podcasts. And we're here together now, and it's all good. So let's take a nice big breath. <sighs> breathe out. So what we're going to do, I, I, I should say, you're going to breathe in through the nose for four seconds. You're going to hold it for seven seconds. You're going to breathe out for eight seconds, okay? And through the mouth when you breathe out. And you're going to put that, the tongue, uh, your tongue up to the roof of your mouth up by the front of your teeth there as you breathe that air out. You know, kind of blow that air out. So we're going to breathe in through the nose, four seconds. Hold for seven seconds. It's going to go uh, and then breathe it out for eight seconds. Okay, so here we go. Ooh, that's nice. Now, I should correct myself. I said seconds, but I should, I should say a count of. A count of four, a count of seven, a count of eight because I count faster than actual seconds. So there you go. Let's try that again. We'll breathe in for a count of four, hold for a count of seven, and breathe out for a count of eight. Okay, let's do that again. Everybody ready? Ooh, you get a little like, whoa. 
you know, if you, and, and make sure when you're doing that, that you, you know, you're in a place where it's okay to deep breathe and stuff. Don't be like, you know, breathing too. If you're driving, you know, be careful. That's all I'm saying. All right. So well, let's have a drink of water though. That is good water. That's good water. Water is good. Good for you. Hey, so, so many things, <clears throat> so many things to say before we close out the year 2021, put my watch down. So when you, when you go to do voiceover, you know, you always have to be dressed right because you can't wear clothes or things that will make noise. And so, yeah, sometimes I have my watch on, I take my watch off, all that. But here's a big question for you for the show today. I want to know, how do you handle stress or anxiety? Do you know how to answer that first off? Do you know how you handle it? See, understanding, this is kind of know what you believe, why you believe it, know who you are, you know, know, uh, know more than you want to know. All of these things. I think most people spend so much time just being what they are. They can't, if somebody were to say, well, who are you? What are you? How would you describe yourself? It might take some time, but then you go deeper to this next level and go, how do you handle this? How do you handle that? Where do you put this in your brain when this happens? So knowing the answer when I say, so how do you handle stress or anxiety? That's kind of a big deal if you don't really know. And what I mean by don't really know, so how do you know that you don't know? I love breaking it down to the most minute, <laughs> drive you crazy type of ways. It drives my family crazy when I do this. But, well, when I ask you that, do you, is your first response, mm, uh, I don't know. I mean, I see right there. So many of us, when asked a question, our first response is kind of that, mm, well, you know, I don't know. Or, you know, I, so it's like, how do you handle stress or anxiety? badly. <laughs> I mean, that's probably the answer for most of us. Like if you get this, like you have, you have three seconds to answer this question for me in one word. How do you handle stress or anxiety? Uh, poorly, <laughs> you know, or, and, and so what does that mean? Badly, poorly. What does that mean? It means I let it affect me. So can we live a life full of stress-free fun and happiness? No. We can't. That's the biggest thing that I want to make sure people understand, you know, because I'm Mr. Happy-Go-Lucky. I'm Mr. Glass is always half full or what have you on the show. But I've also told you that in in my real life, I'm more of a pessimist than an optimist uh, at first. And I've had to work on being an optimist. So if people were to ask me now, are you a pessimist or an optimist? I'd say I'm an optimist with pessimistic tendencies. (laughs) Meaning I kind of overanalyze things. I tend to, you know, but I'm not Eeyore. Oh, we're all doomed. I think so many of us, especially in the last few years, have become more Eeyore in that. In our first three seconds of dissecting a question that has been thrown at us like that. And so understanding first off, let me back up, understanding. So if somebody says, how do you handle stress and anxiety? You say, yes. What? What do you mean, yes? Meaning, yes, I do handle them. Oh. Meaning, I don't let it tear me apart, break down my world, finish me for the day or the week or the month. 
I handle it. Now you go, but I don't handle it, James. I get upset. I do this. Okay, that's true maybe for so many of us. But at the end of the day, at the end of this experience, this anxiety-filled experience, this stressful experience, have you handled it? The only way you get to the end of something is if you've handled it. And I, I want you to all to know there is no way out of stress or anxiety happening at times in our lives. And I don't say that to stress you out or make you anxious. I say it as, okay, again, I, I tend to use this as an example a lot. And it is the weightlifting uh, example, analogy, right? When you first go and lift a weight and you do it, and you're like, I'm going to get buff. I'm, I'm going to be huge, man. You, you take a weight and you do it. And you slowly kind of, you know, work that up. And then, and some people go too fast and they burn that muscle out. And then it's like for the next week, it just hurts, right? But either way, whether you do it that way or you do slow and you slowly introduce that in, which is the better way to do it. Like I'm going to, I'm going to start with a five pound weight and I'm going to do 25 reps, you know, curls with that. And I'm really not even going to feel it by the end. And, 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 and I'm going to do that for a week. And then the next week, I'm going to do 50 sets. And then you do this slow workup of it all, right? That's a much better way. But why do we do that? We do that because we know this is putting stress on my muscle. I am going to work with it the best way I know, using the wisdom and the knowledge that I have, right? See, some of us don't realize we have wisdom and knowledge. So what is your wisdom and knowledge? The wisdom and knowledge you have about stress and anxiety is that you've experienced stress and anxiety before, and you're on the other end of it now. Even though you may be about to enter into something, you have handled stress and anxiety before in your life. I, this is a little different way of looking at it, and I hope it makes sense to you. I hope it resonates with people, because the truth is, Life is full of stresses. Life is full of anxiety. It, it is. How we handle it is important. But the fact that we do handle it is the answer. Okay? Um, Paul, uh, in, in, in the Gospels, uh, I go back to my, my biblical references. So for me, when I am trying to work out an issue, a problem, a, a, a solution, um, you know, a concern whether it be for other people or for myself or what have you, I go to the Bible. I do. You know, uh, Dr. Charles Stanley, who is one of the, the great heroes of the faith for me, and uh, he is just a, a wonderful uh, theologian and pastor, and I, I love his work, and he's been kind of a, a mentor to me, even though I've never met him or anything, you know, because he's somebody who I read and look up to and admire. You know, he always says, every answer to life's questions are in the Bible. And I believe that to be true. And I have found that to be true for my own life. And each person has to figure that out on their own, I suppose. But so I go to the Bible and what do I see? I see Paul, who was an apostle. If you don't know who Paul was, he was originally called Saul and he was persecuting Christians. He was like the guy at the top of the line, you know, holding the coats of the people while they stoned Christians and, and you know, killed people. And he was like, yeah, all right, good job. And then the Lord knocks him off his horse, blinds him for three days and says, why are you doing this to me? So like Jesus himself speaks to him and says, why are you doing this? Really interesting. It's a, it's a wonderful story. So this man turns his, his life towards Christ and says, 
I'm going to follow him. So he does. So he's got a lot of wisdom. <laughs> you know, He wrote a lot of the New Testament, which is the back half of a Bible. So when you open a Bible up, you got Old Testament and New Testament. And it's the various stories from the Jewish folks, Moses and Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, all of them wrote, well, Moses wrote most of the Old Testament. And then Paul wrote most of the New Testament. And so there's lessons in there. He went to, well, let me, let me open it up. He said uh, in Philippians, he said in Philippians 4, let's see. I just happen to have it right here. Uh, verses 10 through 13, he says, I rejoiced greatly in the Lord that at last you renewed your concern for me. He's talking, to, he's writing a letter to the people in Philippi or the Philippians as we call them. And he says, so he says, I rejoice greatly in the Lord that at last you renewed your concern for me. So in other words, they kind of, they sent him gifts and stuff and they were like, you know, I hope you're okay. And so he's saying, thank you. He says, indeed you were concerned, but you had no opportunity to show it. I'm not saying this because I'm in need for, here's the key. He says, for I've learned to be content, whatever the circumstance, I know what it is to be in need. And I know what it is to have plenty. I've learned the secret of being content in any and every situation, whether well-fed or hungry, whether living in plenty or in want. I can do all of this through him who gives me strength. And he's talking about God. So he found God to be his, you know, as people say, oh, my higher power. Well, what does that mean? It means that we have someone greater than us that is taking care of the burdens for us and we lay those at their feet and they pick them up for us. Well, are they literally doing that? Sometimes, but other times, no, it's figuratively. And so for uh, those that believe, we, we give it to God and we let go. So how do you handle stress or anxiety? I handle it by handling it. I handle it, I pick it up and I, I acknowledge it. Okay, big deal. It's a big deal to acknowledge it. That's what he was saying. I, I, I figured out the way to be happy in no matter what, in poor times and rich times and good times and bad times and hurt times. And, you know, this guy was beaten and persecuted. And I mean, he was whipped with the, the 40 lashes. They give him 39 lashes. He had that happen five times in his life. And I was reading a book by John Piper recently, who's a um, theologian and a writer. And he's, it's a book, Why I Love the Apostle Paul. And he's talking about the 39 lashes he received five times. Can you imagine getting 39 lashes whipped on your back one time, 39 times, you know, like once, having that happen one time. But having it happen five other times and the scarring and the damage and the nerve damage and the permanent, you know, damage to your body from all of that. Oh my goodness, it's, it's beyond comprehension for so many of us. But many of you, uh, maybe not, many of you live in pain with regular uh, things of pain. You're handling the stress that that pain brings on a regular basis because you've become accustomed to it. So whether or not you realize it, you're handling stress and anxiety. When you get it behind the wheel of a car, you're handling stress and anxiety. You've just gotten used to it. Okay. And maybe you haven't, maybe you're like, no, man, I hate it. These drivers drive me nuts. Yes, but you're still doing it. When we get up and we, we work at school, so many of you are in school and you're, you're going to the class, you're getting up early, you're, you're eating, you're, you're brushing your teeth, you're showering, you're doing the, gosh, I hope you are. <laughs> and then you're going to class and you're, you're doing the work. You may not do all of it. You may fall behind at times, but you're doing things. I've always said life is a great practice for your life. <laughs> for what's going to happen. The things you've done are great practice for the things you will do, okay? 
I hope that makes sense. So when you go, how do you handle stress? I do. I handle it. I get from here to there. You go, but I, I don't feel like I do and I don't do it very well. Okay, that's a different angle of it and we'll talk about that. But what I want to say is I want to encourage you that when you are in the middle of stress, you have to be able to tell yourself, this is stress. This is building a new muscle. I am doing a workout and I went in and I grabbed the heavy weight and I decided to pound through, you know, a lot of this weight at once. And it's going to hurt for a while. And for the next few days, I may feel those muscles burn and I may feel that. But here is the good news. Those muscles are becoming new you know, the body is amazing that way. The way muscles rip and tear when we, when we strain them and stress them. But you know what they do? They heal over and they create new muscle. More grows from it. So when you are stressed, when you are put into the, the fire with anxiety, you are growing from that if you go, okay, this is going to beat me up. But you know what? Man, am I going to be stronger on the other side. Okay, many of you are um, uh, Marvel fans, right? You love uh, Tony Stark. Great example of that. In that, what does Tony Stark do? He grows from those experiences. And it was very bold of them to put in those movies that he suffered from panic attacks and anxiety and stuff. And I think it really helped a lot of people because this world we are in right now is non-stop. Non-stop. So we have to learn to handle stress. We cannot trick ourselves. And many of you, you know, that listen and know I'm, again, like I say, I'm about positivity and stuff and finding the joy in life. I, I, but I also always say, you can't be happy all the time. That's not possible. So when people, you know, the power of positive thinking and all that, it's all good, but it can't be just, I'm going to live in la-la land and I'm just, it's going to be, doesn't matter. Things won't bother me. Things will bother you. They should bother you. There are some things that absolutely should bother you because they will help you to realize what you are, who you are, what you believe in, why you believe it. If it puts a fire under you, that means there's something speaking to you and you got to figure out what that is so you can know what you believe and why you believe it and know more than you want to know and not be bothered by the more that you, that you're knowing that you don't want to know. <laughs> I hope that makes sense. In other words, when somebody comes up to me as, oh, you're a Christian, and then they throw this, you know, kind of, you know, judgment at it, or they tell me who and what I am by that. Or I, I got a remarkable text just from a friend just now that is, uh, blows my mind. Uh, he, he said he has a friend that is a fellow voice actor, and this is a, a voice actor that, that, I'm, uh, that I'm talking to that's texting me. He says, a friend of mine is a fellow voice actor, and he asked, am I really an actor? And he does promo and he does narration and, you know, in-show documentary style narration and such. And he's asking my friend, am I really an actor? And so his friend, my friend, asked me, what do you think, James? And I said, well, unless this guy walks around talking like this all the time or... <laughs> I believe today I will go and have lunch and then maybe look at the spotted owl as he perches slowly on the limb of the tree, you know, or, or, you know, like all my announcer guys on the show, my day was great. You know, that's so unless he walks around talking like that all the time and performing in that way, that's a performance. And if that's a performance, that is a form of acting, right? So people assume a lot about us. I'm kind of off on a tangent there, but the point is, 
the assumptions. Of, so people assume this fellow's friends and, and family were assuming he's not really an actor because what he does, well, it's just voiceover. He just tells this. It's like, oh, wait, he tells a story with his voice. He performs it in a way that not a lot of people can do. There's a lot of bad voiceover out there. Believe me, there's a lot of people that think they can do it that can't. So for somebody to say to this guy, he's not an actor, he's not a performer, is insulting. It really is. But we have to learn how to deal with the insults of life and the the things that people put on us. People will constantly put things on you saying you are this, you are that from their perception of you. So now some of that goes back to us, what we put out there. So the way we handle stress and anxiety is also one of those things we put out there. If we panic and we freak out, people around us will assume we are somebody that does not know how to handle these things. And the truth is, is maybe we aren't, but it doesn't mean we can't become somebody that does. The first time I ever had an anxiety attack, a panic attack, it was one of the most frightening things in my life. But as I've experienced them, as I've talked through them with therapists and family and friends, my wife, you know, myself, through prayers with God, I see that as Paul said, I've learned to be happy or sad no matter what the circumstance. I've learned to handle it because I give it to God, but also because God gives it back to me where he speaks to me and says, you've got this. So if you don't know God and you don't have that going on in your life right now, but you're listening to this show, I'm telling you right now, and please listen and listen to this carefully. You've got this. You can get to the other side of it. You will get to the other side of it. Why? Because I believe in you. I believe in you. Each and every one of you. You, who I'm talking to right now in the headphones or on the computer or whatever. I believe in you. I want to feel the weight of your life in my world someday. The power of accomplishment that you have when you are overstressed, filled with anxiety and put in the fire of life and you go, ah, this is a struggle. This is a challenge, but I have always gotten through to the other side in the past. Maybe not the best. Maybe I didn't handle it right, but this time I'm learning to build this muscle the right way. Why? Because I acknowledge it. So that's the first and foremost thing. It's like, how do you handle stress or anxiety? I, yes, I do. What? Well, I handle it. I acknowledge it. I know that this world is not perfect. I know that I am not perfect. I know that I am going to make mistakes. I know that perhaps the stress and anxiety that is happening right now is because I made a mistake. So I'm going to acknowledge that. I'm going to take that in. I'm going to breathe it in. I'm going to assess it. I'm going to look it over. I'm going to see what happened there that created this circumstance. And then I'm going to make note of that. So perhaps next time I don't do it but maybe it's something that you can't control. Maybe it's something somebody else put on. Well, I am going to see how I handle that and I'm going to make the changes that I need to make sure that I do get to the other side of it because I know that this isn't going to destroy me. That that doesn't kill us makes us stronger, right? I am building a new muscle. This hurts. This is terrible. This is sad. This is depressing. This is whatever, right? But I'm building new muscles. I am becoming a stronger person through this experience. And the God that loves me gave me this experience so I can build and grow and learn. 
okay? As a father, I know that sometimes, like any of us, even those of us that didn't have the greatest parents, that didn't, or those parents didn't have the best tools to, to help us, they all got us to walk. They all got us to talk, you know, hopefully taught us to read and write and all of those things, right? But we learned to walk and we had to fall over. It's all, it goes back to those basic principles of life. You fall over, you get back up. But life right now and the world right now wants to tell us to live in this bubble where we only accept what we believe or we feel. And what we feel is so important. And at this moment, it's all that matters. And that is not true. It's not true. What we feel are our feelings, but they are not necessarily always reality. Each circumstance is different. And it's not realistic to live in a world where we live in this bubble of only good things can happen to me or only things that I approve of should happen to me. And when other people do things, then I shouldn't accept that and I should hurt them or I should uh, chastise them or I should cancel them or I should what have you. That's not realistic. Instead, and, and that does not make you grow. That does not help you grow. It stifles you. It makes you stay. It, it stunts your growth. If nothing changes, if you lift those weights for a couple of days and then your arms hurt and then you put them back down and you got to forget it, you grew a little muscle for a little bit, but you didn't grow it permanently. So when you are filled with anxiety, when you are hit with something that is stressful and you go, ah, new opportunity. What I say is, ah, thank you, Jesus. New opportunity. Now, I don't do that immediately all the time. Sometimes I go, wow, wow, you know, you know. I panic. I, 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 wow. But then we go back to the James Earl Taylor podcast. What does James always say? James always says, nice deep breaths, drink a little water, hydrate the body, take a minute, assess. Most of the problems that, that stress us out in this life, most of the things that, that bring us anxiety in this life are not something that needs to be dealt with immediately right now. Go, go, go. Somebody's dying or this is, you know, those things happen in fight or flight and the adrenaline kicks in and you get through it. And that's the other thing is even with those, we get through it. But most of the things that stress us out or bring us anxiety right now are slow burns. They happen over time. So what I'm saying is use that as that I'm lifting 10 pounds today. Tomorrow, I'm going to lift 12 pounds. The next day, I'm going to lift 15 pounds. The next week, I mean, you know, I'm going to keep building it up, building it up. And I'm going to assess it as I go. I'm going to breathe deep through it. I'm going to tell myself, that's all right. This is stress. In case you missed it, this is stress, brain. Ah, tell your brain, I am going through an anxiety-filled moment. I am going through a stress-filled moment. This will pass. People believe in me. People love me. I believe I can get through this. I have gotten through this in the past. So I will get through it again. It's like when you cut yourself. Ooh, that immediate hurt. And then you, ah, you know, and you, you put a Band-Aid on it and you all the stuff and, you know, you do whatever's needed. And then later you think about it and you go, oh, yeah, remember I had that cut, right? You don't go, oh, gosh, I can't. I mean, it's not still bleeding. It's not still there. The pain isn't there. But you go, oh, wow. Yeah. And sometimes you have scar tissue from it. But even scar tissue can make us stronger. You think about Paul and those 39 lashes five different times. The scar tissue he had on his back. I mean, his back would have just been uh, just a, a whole scarred over thing. And 
you know, in some ways you could use that as an analogy of, oh yeah, he can't feel stuff there anymore. Well, that's not good to not be able to feel. Yeah, but sometimes it protects us. Having that scar tissue protects us from the stress and anxiety that happened before. So I don't feel those things anymore. Instead, I move forward knowing that I can do all things through God who gives me strength, through Christ who strengthens me. Why? Because he loves me enough to give me circumstances that build new muscles and strengthen me. Yeah, but he lets all these bad things happen. Or he loves us enough to allow things happen, things to happen in our lives that will help us learn, grow, and find a deeper knowledge in life. So how do you handle stress or anxiety? Yes, I do. I handle them. I tell myself, this is stress. This is anxiety. Okay, it's okay. It's okay. I will get through this. Even if chemically the body is boom, you know, you've got an adrenaline push and all of that's happening because the brain will do that. But tell your brain, this is okay. I will get through this. Okay. You get through it. You've gotten through it. You will continue to. And the more you understand that those things are a part of life, the more you'll be able to handle them. I hope that helps. I hope that makes sense. My ramblings and rantings about it all. So to backtrack from what Paul says just before all of that in Philippians 4, 10 through 13, in Philippians 4, 8 through 9. Oh, well, let me jump. Wait. Oh, okay. I'm going to jump up to uh, 6. Philippians 4, verse 6 through 9. Do not be anxious about anything. But in every situation, by prayer and petition. So what does that mean? By prayer. By, okay, doing the breathing, relaxing, going, God, I'm giving this to you. And petition, that is also, I offer this up to you, Lord. With thanksgiving. Again, what was I just talking about? Thankful that, ah, you are learning and growing me in new ways. You are building new muscles in me in new ways. Thank you. Present your request to God. Offer it up. Lord, this is really stressful. Lord, this really hurts. Lord, this really scares me. Give it to him. Okay? And the peace of God, which transcends all understanding. Now, again, if you, if you know God, many of you listening have a relationship with Christ. So you know that there is a peace in that relationship. We can't always see it. We can't always get to it right away. But those of you that know that, you understand. And those of you that don't, guess what? It is right there for you. Just got to ask him. Just say, dude, Jesus, I don't know, but I'm asking. James says, Jat says that I can ask you and you'll, you'll answer me. So I'm asking you. It's not magic. Okay. He doesn't just come in. Why? Yes, of course. You know, sometimes it takes time because we also have to really be willing and open up to him. But anyways, he says, and the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. So the Lord left us the Holy Spirit. So for all of us that believe in Christ and, and have accepted him as our, our savior, as the one that bore the burdens of our sin and our lives on the cross and then went to hell, got the keys back to life and, and death from the enemy and brought them back up and was resurrected. That's what we believe. I know that may sound like a fairy tale to some people, but that's what we believe. 
and we have it in our heart. He left us the Holy Spirit in our heart. What is that? That is something beyond us that, is, that guides us. But listen to this. He says, finally, brothers and sisters, whatever is true. So how do you handle this stuff? Whatever is true, whatever is noble, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is admirable, if anything is excellent or praiseworthy, think about such things. Okay? So how do I get through stressful things? I think about what is true. The truth is I'm going to get through this. The truth is people love me. God loves me. Whatever is noble, doing the right thing, standing up for others. Maybe that's why I'm in a stressful situation. Um, Holding true to, to my beliefs and my life and what I know is noble. Whatever is right. Well, it's the same kind of concept there. Whatever is right. Uh, whatever is pure. What is pure? Goodness is pure. Whatever is lovely. The, the world around us is full of lovely things. Whatever is admirable. Stories of people that have done amazing things. Why? Through being pushed to the limits and rising up in the occasion. That is admirable. If anything is excellent or praiseworthy, think about those things. When you are stressed, when you are full of anxiety, think of those things. The beautiful thing about this technology and all that we have in front of us is there's so many easy ways to tap on a button and find something inspirational in this life. Whether it's playing a piece of music, whether it's looking at a video on on YouTube of somebody doing something amazing, whatever it is, find those things. Think about those things. Take those things in. Get away from the negative, the depressive things and go, you know what? You're real. I get it. You're a stress-filled, anxiety-filled thing and you're on me and I have to deal with you, but I'm going to deal with you. And how am I going to do that? I'm going to find things that are lovely and true and remind myself this life can be beautiful and joyful and there are good things out there and I get through this tough stuff so I can go and truly enjoy the beautiful stuff. I feel like I should say this scripture. This sense, this is like a, you know, a scene from like, you know, Braveheart or some movie. It's like... Therefore, my brothers and sisters, you whom I love and long for, my joy and crown stand firm in the Lord in this way, dear friends. Rejoice in the Lord always. I will say it again. Rejoice. Let your gentleness be evident to all. The Lord is near. Do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your requests to God. And the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. So finally, brothers and sisters, whatever is true, Whatever is noble, whatever is right, pure, lovely, admirable, if anything is excellent or praiseworthy, think about such things. Whatever you've learned or received or heard from me or seen in me, put it into practice and then The God of peace 
will be with you. Now, on to victory! <laughs> you know, it's always better in a British accent. Oh, we love you here at the James Arnold Taylor podcast. Me and Hank and Billy and Reggie and, I'm sorry, Reginald, Bob, Mr. Announcer Guy and all his brothers, Jerry the Music Man. We love you. We believe in you. We want the best for you. And I want the best for you today. So breathe through it and handle it. And in that, you will know what you believe and why you believe it and know more than you want to know and know yourself. Know who you are. Know what makes you up and makes you tick and makes you who you are. And know how you handle things. You are getting there to new adventures. It's a new year coming up, man. New opportunities to learn new things. And we're going we're gonna to do it together, okay? I'm back here doing these podcasts. I'm going to help you through some of the things. But I'm not your savior. I'm just a voice on the other end of a microphone in a little padded room talking to myself here for you. But God says, James, you've lived a life. You've gotten through a lot of things. You've learned to handle stress and anxiety, depression and panic. and You've learned to handle success. You've learned to handle failure. So teach others what you know and tell them the good news of who I am. And that's what I try to do. That's what I try to do on this podcast, at least. God bless you all. No matter what you believe, even if you don't believe in God, God bless you. I'm praying for you. And again, if you don't know him, just ask him. Find someone around you that knows him and start talking to them. Start asking them questions. One of my dear friends who I'm working on this movie with, Matthew Buds, told me that story uh, yesterday we were talking. I don't think it'd be out of turn for me to share this. Where, you know, when he was searching, he had friends that he knew were Christians and he just said, so how do you, how do, you do this? And they shared. Doesn't mean they were perfect. None of us are perfect. But find someone you know that you admire in your own world here. You know, this, this is my way of sharing with all of you because I can't actually speak one-on-one with all of you. But find someone and ask them, how do you pray? How do you pray to God? How do you read the Bible? How do you, you know, how do you find peace in this world of tumult and trial? How do you make peace with the fact that bad things happen to really good people? I do all of that through my faith. I don't have all the answers. And I don't sit there and go, yeah, well, oh, well, you know, bad things happen. God aches. I've talked about that on this show before. When Jesus brought Lazarus back from the dead, before he did, he grieved. He, he knelt down in front of the grave of Lazarus, his friend, and wept. No matter what you think, we serve this awesome God who feels everything we feel. That's been my experience. I can only tell you my experience. That's been my experience. So, hey, what a time we have. Maybe, maybe we should read some of these uh, comments from YouTube as well, right? But first, uh, let's make sure you're nice and relaxed. Hopefully you're hydrated with a good beverage. A lot of people will say, you know, James, I don't, uh, I don't have water with me right now. I'm drinking my, my tea or I've got my such and such drink or whatever. You know, hey man, I'm all for hydrating the body. So whatever can hydrate the body. Now, I will say, though, things like caffeine and uh, coffee and uh, cola and stuff, eh, I'm going to, you know, I'm going to ask that when you're, when you're listening to the James Arnold Taylor podcast, 
have a nice glass of water, have a nice, you know, herbal tea, have a, a, some people are like, oh, I have my protein shake or whatever. That's fine. That's fine, man. Whatever. But, you know, you just, the point is, is you want to relax, you want to hydrate, you want to take it all in and you want to be mindful of where you are. So think about where you're sitting right now or standing right now or uh, walking, driving, whatever you're doing and be present in this moment. We want to be present in this moment. Pretty cool. I'm in my brand new James Arnold Taylor studios. I call it the JAT studios. JAT is James Arnold Taylor, of course, J-A-T. And it's lovely in here. The temperature is nice. I, I don't have any shoes on. I've got my socks on. We don't wear shoes in the house anyways, although I do have like a pair of shoes that I only wear inside the house because I get a little arch problem sometimes. But right now, I, I'll tell you, I'll be honest with you, I'm in my pajamas and I got socks on, and I'm feeling the 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 uh, the carpet there because it's early in the morning. It's about seven thirty-five on Monday. The uh, what is it like the twenty-seventh or something like that? Let me hang on. What is it? It's yes, Monday, December twenty-seventh. Doing the uh, Jack Cast here for you, and uh, because I wanted to do a show before the end of the year, I wanted to wrap it all up with you. And say thank you for those folks that have come back to listen to the James Arnold Taylor podcast. You know, I took a big hiatus from the show and we're back and I'm going to try to do regular episodes, you know, weekly if I can. And if not, every other week or, you know, at least maybe three a month and try to just get you some regular shows. Look, in my perfect world, I'd do this show every day. I'd do like an hour a day. And I'd have sponsors, you know, that are paying me to be able to do it and get it out there to tens of thousands, if not hundreds of thousands of people. But right now there's about anywhere from six to 10,000 of us that listen to the show. And I am so, 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 pretend I said so a lot, grateful for all of you that take the time to listen to this show because it's just me. I, and who am I? I'm James Arnold Taylor. I'm this dude that does voices in cartoons. Been very blessed to be able to do voices in uh, shows like Star Wars The Clone Wars, where I played Obi-Wan Kenobi and Jedi Master Plo Koon as well. Yes, you must be mindful of the Force. And many other characters on the Clone Wars. I'm the voice of Johnny Test on the show Johnny Test, as well as, uh, which makes sense that I'd be Johnny on Johnny. <laughs> totally awesome. And uh, and then I do, but... Hank Anchorman, this just in, Johnny Test is crazy. Mr. Mittens, and uh, oh boy, all sorts of characters on that. Uh, and there's a new season of Johnny Test, which I love on uh, Netflix. And then there was a new movie, like an interactive movie of Johnny Test that just came out as well. So you can do it. Now, I, I haven't done the interactive part because I generally watch on Apple TV and you can't do it on that. So my daughter has done that on the computer and done the whole interactive episode. I don't know if any of you have done it. I love being on the show. I've been so grateful to be on that for all these years that we've done Johnny Test. And I've said Johnny Test a lot there. Who else am I? Oh, I'm many different characters in many different... Ratchet from Ratchet and Clank. Titus from Final Fantasy X. Yes, I pronounce it Titus, not Titus. Many people say Titus, and you can say Titus. That's all right. Hey, man, there's no there's no judgment here. <laughs> people say it either way. But the, the creators of the game pronounce it Titus, so I pronounce it Titus because I am that character. So there you go. That's how it works. But I've been uh, blessed to be many different characters in my career as a voice actor, work with many different wonderful people throughout my 30 plus years working in voiceover and radio and stand-up comedy and performing as an entertainer on stage. I have a one-man show that I do. I wrote a book that is called JAT 365. And, you know, I'll bring up JAT 365 here for a minute because 
the year is about to end and a new year is going to start. And the, the book is a 365 daily inspirations for the pursuit of your dreams. Uh, so it is a book that you could start at the beginning of the year and finish at the end of a year. And a lot of people do it. I am so blessed to hear how many people have read my book or read it regularly and go back and read it again. And it's a little journal book as well. And it challenges you to, you know, ask yourself questions about yourself and forward those on to other people and help them and encourage them. It's a fun book. I, I hope folks can get it. And, you know, maybe some people got it for Christmas and so maybe some people will get it for the new year or whatever. You can check it out at amazon.com. There's links to it on my website and all that. Anyways, that's my little shameless plug for my book. But hey, let's look at some of the comments on YouTube from the last episode of the Jadcast. What do you say? I'm going to say, okay, man. Okay, that's me talking to me. It's funny because the show is called Talking to Myself and all the characters on the show are me. But then when I go to talk to me, it's just me. <laughs> I could have, you know, uh, Billy or Hank or somebody talk to me. I could have Reginald, don't call me Reggie. Right, right, right. James, shall we look at the comments on your show? Well, we, we could, Reginald, don't call me Reggie, but usually that's Bob's job. Right, right, right. Bob, Bob has had a good holiday, and he's still recovering from the holidays. <laughs> oh, yes, okay. You're just making that up, aren't you? Yes, I am. I have no idea where Bob is. Hey, Bob! Hey, Bob! Bob, 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 Bob. Oh, yeah, oh, yes, hello, Reginald, don't call me Reggie. Hello, James. Hello, Bob, how are you? Merry Christmas. Oh, indubitably, indubitably-do, a Merry Christmas to you, too. And that almost kind of rhymed there, Bob. Oh, yes, indeed, indubitably-do, yeah, all right, that's okay. So, uh, so I was going to read some of the comments from the last episode. I remember there was one in here that uh, somebody was asking me to say happy birthday to, I think it was their mom. And I'm, I'm, so I'm scanning through this, Bob. Do you remember where it was? Oh, I, I definitely remember reading it. I'm, I'm, I'm scrolling through as well, trying to see if, if we can find that. Uh, let's see. Um, oh, oh, yes. Oh, and that, that's a good one too. Okay, Bob, but you see your job is to read them out loud. Oh, I know. Oh, no, I found it. Uh, J Josiah Hawkins. Josiah Hawkins says, hello there. Or, hello there. Mr. James, sir. <laughs> my mom's 50th birthday is coming up. Would her favorite Star Wars character, Obi-Wan Kenobi, be able to wish her a happy birthday on the next episode? Well, look at that. And her name is Kimberly. So, Josiah, let's call in Obi-Wan Kenobi. So, Bob, Reginald. Yes, right, right, right. You want to bring in another Brit? Yes, I want to bring in the true Brit, Obi-Wan Kenobi. I don't know what you mean by true, Brit. Well, yeah, anyways, it doesn't matter. Hey, Obi-Wan. Well, how do we... Oh, well, yes. Let's summon the force. Let's uh, let's get Obi-Wan in here. So uh, we all... Uh, help me, Obi-Wan Kenobi. You're my only... Oh, that's what we're going to... Oh, yeah. Oh, yes. And help me, Obi-Wan Kenobi. You're my only... Yes, indeed. Help me, Obi-Wan Kenobi. You're my only hope. Well, don't sound so, you know, blah about it, Reginald. Right, right, right. Sorry. Okay, so we're all going to say it together. Well, I don't think we actually can say it all together, can we? That would be... That would be a neat trick if, if all three of us said it at the same time. Well, so, so I'm going to say it for us, okay? We're going to summon Obi-Wan Kenobi. Okay, here we go. Okay, wait, wait, wait. No, uh, hey, Jerry the Music Man, give us a little, like, Obi-Wan, you know, woo-hoo, like, you know, calling Obi-Wan music. You got it, James. Oh, that's good. Okay, yeah. Help me, Obi-Wan Kenobi. You're my only hope. Hello there. Oh, hey, Obi-Wan Kenobi. How are you? I'm very good, James. How are you? 
I'm good. Merry Christmas. Oh, uh, I was going to say Merry Christmas to you, but, uh, you know, a happy life day, right? Yes, indeed. Happy life day, James. Yes. Star Wars holiday Christmas special. Very funny. Well, I didn't, you know, look, I mean, we, oh, the holiday special uh, we, we did together, the Lego holiday special. That, I don't know if people watched that. It came out last year and Obi-Wan was in there and uh, that was nice. Yes, it was. Always delightful to be in the Lego specials, James. All right. Well, so Obi-Wan. Yes, James. We wanted to do a birthday greeting for Josiah Hawkins' mom, Kimberly. It's her 50th birthday. Well, that's wonderful. Well, the force is very strong with her indeed, Kimberly, yes. So Josiah's wish for his mom would be for Obi-Wan Kenobi to give her a, a happy birthday. So could you do like a little a little happy birthday, Kimberly type of thing right there? Yes. If this is belated, Kimberly, I'm sorry, but Obi-Wan, go for it. Very good. Are you going to let me talk? <laughs> yes, I'm sorry. All right, here we go. <clears throat> Hello there, Kimberly. The force is strong with you, I sense it. So be mindful of it and celebrate wholeheartedly on your 50th birthday. May it be a day full of life, but not life day. And may it be full of adventures, but not necessarily with Anakin. Those can be troublesome. And may you know that the Force will be with you always. Happy birthday, Kimberly. Honestly, that was very nice. Thank you, James. Hey, you want to hang out and be a part of the show and do all of that and kind of together we can kind of we can go back and forth and everything, the last show of the year and all that? No, I don't think so. No, okay. Yeah, I get it. Hey, do you guys ever listen to the podcast at the Jedi Temple? Yes, as a matter of fact, I believe Plo Koon listens to it. Wow. See? I knew Plo Koon was pretty cool. We call him Plo Cool. Yes, I've heard. All right, Obi-Wan. It is a pleasure to have you on the show, and thank you for wishing Kimberly a happy birthday. May the Force be with you. Happy Life Day. Uh, happy New Year. And uh, we'll, we'll talk to you in the, in the New Year, I suppose. Won't we, Obi-Wan? Yes, I suppose so. May the force be with you, James, and all of you listening. Goodbye there. <laughs> goodbye there. All right. There goes Obi-Wan Kenobi. Oh, isn't he sweet? <laughs> I bet he wouldn't like me calling him sweet, but anyways. So there you go, Josiah. I hope that that uh, works there for you. Now let's take a look at some of these others. We've got some other ones, Bob. Oh, and DBD-Doo and DBD-D, yes. Uh, this says, uh, 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 Sandra Bateman says, James, it's so good to hear you again. I hope you and your family had a very blessed Christmas. Y uh, yes, we did, Sandra. Thank you. Drink a little water. Ah, that's good water. Are you drinking your water as you listen to the Jatcast? I hope you are. Breathing, relaxing, mindfulness. Yes, we had a very lovely Christmas. My wife and my daughter and I celebrated. Santa brought goodies. I love Santa. He came in and, you know, and we, I, I think I heard him this year. Ho, ho, ho. I think I heard that. Now, Santa was on the Jatcast a few years back. Uh, if you go back and listen to my Christmas special, uh, you can hear uh, I interview Santa and Frosty the Snowman and all that. It was pretty good. But, um, so yes, we had a lovely Christmas and then uh, that was Christmas Eve. We went out, uh, had a little dinner, went for a drive and looked at all of the neighborhoods with the Christmas lights. We, that's one of our little things. That's what we like to do. We like to go look at the Christmas lights and we play Christmas music. One of our favorite, what's our favorite Christmas music we have? Uh, I love the Michael Buble and his, uh, his music, his Christmas album is, is pretty fantastic. Oh, and of course, Vince Garaldi, Peanuts Christmas. Cannot have Christmas without P. 
Peanuts Christmas. That's one of our absolute favorites. But then, you know, speaking of Michael Bublé, uh, I discovered from his album, because his version of Jingle Bells, I've talked about it before with the Pupini sisters. Pupini, that's fun to say. Isn't it, Bob? Oh, yeah, don't even try it. Uh, uh, but uh, the Pupini sisters, so we got their Christmas album which was good. I uh, really like that. I love the band Down Here. I love their Christmas album. It has the song How Many Kings, and it's one of the most beautiful Christmas songs ever. I love that album. That's a great album. Uh, let's see. We enjoy the Brandon Heath, the Matthew West, the Stephen Curtis Chapman. Uh, I love all of their Christmas music. We listen to it. I'll tell you. So what is like my all-time favorite Christmas song? It is a specific version of a song. I will say, because there's many Christmas. I love, I love so many Christmas songs. But I got to tell you, there is there was an album called Mother and Child that was a compilation album of various artists singing Christmas songs, anywhere from uh, Beth Nielsen Chapman, who did Ave Maria, which is one of those. Oh man, that's like a close second for me. It's so beautiful. And but Martina McBride, Martina McBride, the country music singer. She does a version on that album specifically because she also does it on her, her Christmas album, but it's not the same version. Get the Mother and Child album and listen to Martina McBride singing Oh Holy Night. It is one of the most spectacular vocal performances ever recorded. I'm telling you, yes, I'm building it up. It is so perfectly beautiful and her voice is amazing, amazing. And she starts the song a cappella and sings through, Oh, holy night, da 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 da. Can't even do it justice, won't even attempt to. But the notes she hits, perfect pitch, just gorgeous. It makes me weep every time I hear it. It's so good. So there you go. So, but yeah, I'm off on a tangent on Christmas. But so that's what we did. So we listened to Christmas music. We drove around, look at Christmas lights. We went and had a Christmas dinner. We came home and opened one gift each. That's what we do at Christmas Eve. And then we went to sleep because Santa's coming. And you leave them some milk and cookies. We leave them, of course, uh, some vegan milk. Uh, I'm not vegan anymore, but I'm still kind of a vegan at heart. So I don't drink because I don't, I don't eat dairy. So w- uh, we left him some, you know, almond milk and, and a little vegan cookie. <laughs> and, and then, he, you know, he, when we, you come out the next day and the cookie's gone and there's crumbs. And sometimes he leaves a note. Thanks so much, Taylor's and all that. And then he leaves presents for us. And we get all these wonderful presents from Santa. And so I got lots of good presents and uh, it was a very nice, wonderful Christmas. And we were hoping for it to be a little more chilly, but it wasn't. But we didn't have any, any, you know, bad weather. We didn't have any great. It was just kind of, you know, just in the 60s. But anyways, lovely Christmas morning. And we spent the, the morning opening gifts and talking and listening to Christmas music and all of that. And then I made dinner for everyone. And we had some of our neighbors come over and we all had a a lovely Christmas dinner. And it was, and and they brought their dog, Theo. And Theo is named uh, after Thelonious Monk. And my my friend Andrew and his wife, Sherry, who came over. So Andrew is an amazing trumpet player. I mean, like amazing trumpet player. He's a professional. He's on, you know, stage and in recordings. And I mean, he's amazing. And so he's a jazz guy and I'm a jazz guy. I play sax, but I don't really play anymore. But so his dog is named Theo after Thelonious Monk, who was one of the greatest jazz pianists. And uh, if you if you get a chance, if you have Spotify or Apple Music or what have you, 
Look up Thelonious Monk, T-H-E-L-O-N-I-O-U-S, Monk, M-O-N-K. So T-H-E-L-O-N-I-O-U-S, Monk, Thelonious Monk. Man, oh man, that man can play some piano. Woo, love the Thelonious Monk. So if you get a chance, listen to Thelonious Monk. Oh, look at this one. This says Alpha Shark Pictures. My mentor recently recommended an episode of And Sons because of something I was going through. I enjoyed the episode, so I scrolled through the other ones, and I was surprised to see you as a guest. I think I audibly said, wait, James Arnold Taylor is a Christian? That episode and your encouraging life story led me to your own podcast, and for the last week has encouraged me so greatly. I grew up on the Clone Wars. Absolutely, I loved it. Uh, I did impressions of you and D. Bradley Baker all the time. You guys are the reason I pursued acting, but I felt God pulling me towards ministry. And so after a lot of prideful arguments with God, I finally surrendered and I'm in school for youth ministry. Wow, that's cool. And I couldn't be happier. That is awesome. But when I made that leap, I was blessed with success on my own YouTube channel. Not only have I been able to pay for my education in ministry, I also get to do cutaway jokes and funny voices. Your podcast has warmed my heart, Mr. Taylor, or James, I guess. Don't know one sounds way too formal and one sounds too personal. You can call me James, sure. Thank you. You can call me Jat, J-A-T. Thank you for encouraging me and using the gifts that you have to bring glory to God. Merry Christmas. And that is from Alpha Shark Pictures. Look at that. Okay, Alpha Shark Pictures, hang on. I will subscribe to you. I subscribe to you, Alpha Shark Pictures. There you go. There it is. Okay. And uh, that is very lovely. Thank you. Yes, I did an episode of Ann's Sons. John Eldridge has the Wild at Heart ministry, and I love what he does. His books, if you don't know John Eldridge, please look up his books. If you're somebody that is searching uh, for, you know, in your faith, or you're just curious about life, or just curious about how Christians think, John Eldridge's books are fantastic. And his sons are fantastic, uh, Sam and Blaine. And they have a podcast, and I was blessed and honored to be an, a guest on And Sons podcast. If you get a chance uh, to check that out, it's called And Sons, the word and and the word sons. Check out the And Sons podcast. I really encourage all of you to go and listen to that. And if you want to start, you know, like a good way to get started in And Sons, if you haven't listened to their podcast before, is go and find my episode. It was this last year. And uh, I think it says, you know, James Arnold Taylor in the title, as Alpha Shark uh, Pictures had mentioned. And indeed, I tell a lot of my personal life story in that. And it's, a, and it's an interesting episode of the podcast, but it'll turn you on to them and what they're all about. And you can hear, I mean, because they are. So look, you know, on this show, I always try to really be encouraging. And I was talking earlier about believing in yourself and, and finding, you know, meaning in life and all that. That's what they're all about. They are just fantastic. I encourage you to listen to Ann Sons. And Ben Povey, my friend Ben Povey says, oh, Bob, I'm not letting you read these, am I? Oh, no, it's okay. I'm just listening. <laughs> Okay, Pop, thanks. Uh, do you want to read it? Oh, yeah, yeah, certainly. It says, Ben Povey says, Hope you had a good Christmas, my friend. Hope you are enjoying the holidays. Well, thank you, Ben. And thank you for all your other messages and comments on, on YouTube. Yes, I, I read your comments and I appreciate them very much. And you're in my prayers, my friend. God bless you. 
Uh, what else do we got there, Bob? Oh, indubitably, indubitably, do yes. Uh, Art with Aaron says, "Hey, James, it's great to hear your voice again. I am a Christian too, and feel like your podcasts are on an uh, start that one over." Okay, yes, indeed. I'm a Christian, too, and feel like your podcasts are an oasis in my desert. Well, I know why you struggled with that. That's kind of hard to say there. Are an oasis, yes. Oh, well, that's very nice. I'm very interested in trying to draw something for your movie. Is it possible to get more details on the artwork you would like? Aaron. Well, thank you, Art with Aaron. Yeah, you know what? Um, we will give some more information. Uh, so the the film that Aaron is talking about, if you're new to the podcast, I introduced last week in last week's episode that I am making a movie. And it's called The Comic Shop. And uh, my friend Matthew Buds and I are making this film. And it is going to be, it's going to take place in a comic book shop. And we want to fill the comic book shop background with art from fans. I want there to be a lot of fans' art in there. And uh, like comic book covers. So we want the art to look like comic book covers. Because we don't want to be surrounding it all with licensed stuff like, you know, Spider-Man or Avengers or Superman or Justice League or whatever. Because, you know, we don't necessarily want to... When you make a movie, you have to be careful, you know, because you got to get licensing rights and all of that. So the best way to do it is to kind of create your own little world. So what I want to do is is have... Like, if, if there's a shot where people are talking in the comic book shop and there's comic books in the background, I want the comic books to be original art. And so I would like that to be from my fans. I figure what better way to bring all of you into what I do than to allow you to uh, express your talents and abilities and put them in the film as well. So so we're going to set up a way to be able to have submissions and all of that. So that is coming, Aaron. That that will be coming. We'll give more information on that soon and we'll we'll make it very apparent, okay? So be looking for that. But all of you that are artists that uh, draw stuff and and you know, maybe have a comic book cover in mind of something and we'll give you ways to submit for the show, uh, for the movie. And then when we make the film, hopefully uh, you'll get to see your art there in the background. And it just makes it a fun Easter egg. So there you go. So be looking for more information on my movie, The Comic Shop, which will be coming soon. Okay. Oh, and doobity dee and doobity doo. It says, uh, oh, Jared Murray says, great episode. A separate Clone Wars podcast would be awesome. Well, that's uh, thank you. Yeah, so in uh, episode 53, I talked about possibly doing a separate podcast that is just Clone Wars related. And so we're, we're talking about kind of formulating that. And, and it seems from this and all of the comments that everybody left on the last one is that a lot of people would love that. They would love that. So perhaps there will be another podcast that comes out about that. Now, let me ask you this. Why, you know, Catherine Tabor and I, and Catherine Tabor is, of course, the voice of Padme Amidala. She's also sometimes the voice of Princess Leia, um, Mission Veo, and, and and so many wonderful characters in Star Wars. But also, she's Laurie Loud on The Loud House. She was uh, the the main voice in uh, the, um, 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 what is that, Mind uh, Minecraft? Yeah, and all of that. And she's an amazing talent, and she's like a little sister to me, and I love her dearly. And uh, her and I are both Christians. We hold the same Christian values, and we'd love to do a podcast about our faith. So, you know, in this one, I talk a lot about my faith, but I guess a lot of times too, I feel like I don't want, I just want that to be kind of in conversation because I always say this show should be, if you were just sitting there hanging out with me for an hour, what would I talk about? Well, I'm going to talk about comic books. I'm going to talk about movies. I'm going to talk about stuff. I'm going to do some voices and I'm going to talk about my faith because that's just who I am. But 
I would love to do a podcast that's very specific to faith, that's more of like a Bible study or more of like a encouragement through the faith for all of those folks that are Christian that really want that and for the folks that aren't Christian that are that are curious about all of that. So the question is, would you all like a separate pod? So basically, I'd have like multiple podcasts, different podcasts with different content in them. So talking to myself would remain talking to myself, you know, and then it's it's me and all my characters talking to myself and having fun and doing this and rambling as I do. And then the other one would be more probably, you know, they might be shorter. They might be 15 minutes. They might be 20 minutes of Kat and I talking about faith and Christianity and how we handle it working in showbiz and all of that stuff. So would that be interesting to all of you? If so, put a comment in the YouTube, put a comment on my Instagram and uh, let me know what you think. Okay. So there you go. What else we got, Bob? Oh, in DVD, in DVD, in DVD, okay, in DVD, Caleb Hannon says, love the rambling, the, quote, ADD moments and how much you entertain both yourself and the rest of us. Thank you for doing this podcast, Chad. God bless you, brother. Well, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> you know, the thing is, is so uh, people would ask me, uh, do you listen back to your, because a lot of actors say they don't listen to themselves or they can't watch themselves. Look, man, I'm a performer. I, I like to hear what I've done. I like to learn from what I did and didn't do right or whatever. So yeah, I listen back to the podcast and, and it makes me laugh. Why do I do this show? I do this show because it's my way of, it's, it's my own little therapy, right? I kind of get these voices out of me and, and I have fun with them. And I, I, you know, I, I never know what to expect from any of the characters that I do and I enjoy it. So I listen and I do laugh at myself. I, I do. You got to laugh at yourself, man. I, in fact, that's, another one of your assignments today find something today that you can do that would make you laugh at yourself something silly something that makes you laugh i mean you, you got to find ways to laugh anyways but so yes do that okay oh yes indubitably <laughs> okay bob what are you doing oh i'm just laughing at myself okay <laughs> all right uh oh, what's oh, oh there's another one there oh yes it's a uh, georgie shern it says, I only just found this podcast, but I'm already loving it, and I can't believe that I didn't find it sooner. James is definitely one of my favorite voice actors. Well, thank you, Georgie. I appreciate that. Joshua Roper says, listening to you on my podcast app and heard you have a comments on at the moment. Love you, James. You are a bright light in an often dark world. You make a difference. You help me and make me grin at work. It is wonderful to hear you be sincere, silly, and you're just awesome. So glad to hear from you again. I pray for you. Please stay true and know you are loved. Joshua, that does my heart good, and I can't thank you enough. Thank you so much. That's why I do this, is to make all of you feel, you know, good and, and, and enjoy. And uh, just because, you know what? There's enough junk in life. We need at least, you know, an hour out of the day to laugh and enjoy and breathe in life and to know that we're okay. All right? So, thank you. I really appreciate that. Let's see. Bob, I'm going to run through just some of these names that I see here. Timothy Evans. Uh, hallelujah, you've expressed exactly how I feel about Hollywood movies for over the last 20 years. <laughs> if you go back and listen to episode 53, you'll hear I was talking about Hollywood. Um, okay, uh, Ben Casey says, it's so great to see you back and in the swing of things, James. Thank you for the dependable bite-sized episodes of positivity. Thank you. Cinnabot says, was he the one who voiced Lennon in Little Big Awesome? I saw it in his animation demo in 2018. Yes, I was. I did the um, the first, the pilot episode, and then they recast me with somebody else. But that, you know, that happens. That happens. 
Mac Real says, just listen to this episode on Spotify. Lovely podcast as always, James. It was great hearing George, the announcer guy. I never knew Mr. Announcer Guy had any relatives. <laughs> yeah, we met some of them earlier today, too. It was cool to hear about you're making your own movie. The comic shop sounds like a very wholesome movie. And I agree, the world and Hollywood needs more positive and lighthearted films. That's thank you so much. Most Things Kenobi. Hey, do you all listen to the Most Things Kenobi podcast? I think you should. It is the podcast you're looking for. You know, if you don't, follow them on Instagram, see what they're all about, go over and listen to their podcast, find the links, check out Most Things Kenobi, my dear friends over there at the Most Things Kenobi. I think, you know, most things in life should be Most Things Kenobi. <laughs> but of course, I'm biased, you know, yes. It says, I'll read it to Obi-Wan Kenobi. Hey, Obi-Wan! Oh, uh, help me, Obi-Wan Kenobi, you're my only hope! Hello there. Yeah, okay. Obi-Wan, read this one from Most Things Kenobi. Yes, all right. <clears throat> yes. Another great episode, and I love the idea behind your movie. The Breakfast Club in a comic shop? That sounds wonderful. We would happily do whatever we can to help generate buzz for you. Uh, and then there's a little happy face. Oh, yes, I, I like that. We can promote it on our podcast and blog. And we know a ton of amazing artists we would send your way. Good luck with everything, and thank you for bringing joy and positivity to the world. P.S. We would love a Clone Wars podcast, exclamation points abound. Yes, please. All right. Thanks, most things Kenobi and Obi-Wan. You're welcome. Goodbye there. Goodbye. Jordan Vasquez says you are totally out of this world. All right. 12 Eel Deal. Always good day when the Jatman uploads. As you're a star says, I laughed so much at your hon hon, your French impression. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so I did. I, I talked about you last time. Yes. Isn't offensive at all. Ha ha. Very good. All right. Um, Vicky V says, wow, James, waking up to another new episode. Put the biggest smile on my face this morning. Having your updates to look forward to again feels just like a, the good old days. Insert before the dark times, before the empire. Pun right here. Super enthused to hear more about your latest project and hopefully that new Clone Wars project if you decide to go forward with it. Always hope we get to hear from some of our other old pals soon. Tell Ferris and Guinevere I said hi. Oh, you know what? We haven't... Should we call Guinevere and wish her a, a, a happy Christmas and all? Let's let. So Guinevere is the, um, the James Arnold, the biggest James Arnold Taylor fan. She's self-proclaimed. Well, we're going to, so we're going to dial Guinevere. Let's dial, get the old phone there. That's the old push button phone. And so Guinevere is, um, hopefully, I hope it's not too early. I don't know what time zone she's in. It's early. Fuck. Oh, Guinevere. Shut up. Shut up. Oh, my gosh. Is this James Arnold Taylor? Yes, Guinevere. Guinevere, hello. Merry Christmas. Oh, my God. Oh, Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas, James. Thank you, Guinevere. You know, Guinevere, it's lovely to have you on the show. People, uh, folks were asking. Vicky V was saying uh, it would be great to have Guinevere back on the show. So I thought I should call you and see how you're doing. And did you have a Merry Christmas? Shut up. Yes, I totally did. Totally had a wonderful Christmas. And I, I got all sorts of good things. And, 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 and I bought your book. And I spread it out to people and brought Christmas joy with your Jet 365. Because it's totally awesome and I love it. Well, thank you, Guinevere. You're so sweet. And, you know, new things for Jack coming up in the new year and new podcasts and my movie. Yes, absolutely. On your movie, The Comic Shop, I'm totally all, all about it. And I will start a fan page for you do whatever you need. Thank you, Guinevere. You are so sweet. Shut up. Well, okay, but except for when you say shut up. No, I totally mean shut up in a good way. Okay, all right. Well, shut up, Guinevere. Oh, my gosh. You said shut up to me. Well, I, no, I didn't mean to be offensive. No, it's 
totally cool when you say shut up. I love that. Oh, okay. Shut up, Guinevere. Shut up. Shut up. Shut up. Shut up. Shut up. Okay, all right. Guinevere, Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. We'll talk to you in the New Year, okay? Shut up. Okay. All right. Bye-bye. Okay, there's there's Guinevere. Oh, Guinevere's great. And Ferris. We should call Ferris. So Ferris is another character here on the James Arnold Taylor podcast. Ferris owns a billiard hall. It might be too early. It might be too early for the billiard hall to be open. The billiard zone. Ferris always offers some sagely advice. And boy, it's ringing for a while. I don't know. He's not picking up. But uh, you never know if... Billiard zone. Hey, man. This jet. Hey, Ferris! Merry Christmas, brother. How are you doing? I'm, I'm doing great, Ferris. Uh, I hope you've had... Have, did you have a good Christmas? Yeah, man, I sure did. Got a new pool table. You did? Well, how many pool tables do you have at the Billiard Zone? Well, uh, here in the Billiard Zone, we got uh, we got about uh, ten tables. Ten tables? Well, that's a big space. Dude. Okay, yeah, there you go. But you got a new one for there. No, man, I got one new one for the home. You, uh, t- so you have a you have a pool table at home and you have a billiard hall. You really like pool. Yeah, man. You know you can find peace and harmony in the billiard balls. Well, yeah, okay, yeah, because you can get kind of zen playing pool. Is that right? You just focus in and. Yeah, man. You see a target, you plan it out. When you're playing pool, man, you got to plan it out, right? You plan it out. You see, you got to hit the ball there and go here and boom, and then it's going to go into that pocket or you plan the pockets. It's all about planning life out, man. It's all about making it all happen, you know? So pool is a good example of how you should live your life. Just map it out, know what you're doing, but be mellow and calm about it, brother. Be mellow and calm about it. I love that, Ferris. It's sagely advice. Live your life like a game of billiards. Would it be eight ball or... Snooker or what? I don't know. Just like a fun game with friends, man. Just laugh and enjoy. Take it all in, brother. Okay, brother. Thanks so much, Ferris. Merry Christmas to you. Happy New Year. Dude. All right. That's his way of saying goodbye, I guess. He says dude. Okay. Well, hey. Lots of comments there on the YouTube. I think we could go on and on and on. But uh, the Living Blue Jay, Ben Povey again, McLego Boy. Uh, but we see all sorts of Padawan AR. Uh, Blue Raccoon, all sorts of folks. Hope, 231, Spidey Seth, Maeve, Debbie, Steven, Wedge, Taylor, Christopher, Christopher Lee. Hey, my friend. So good to see you there, too. Brandon, Papatrice, uh, Javon Tay, all sorts of folks. Ryan, the Sonic fan. So many people uh, writing comments on the James Arnold Taylor podcast YouTube page. Thank you for that. That's uh, one of the one places where you can really make comments and I'm seeing now. We have the emails closed down right now, but, you know, maybe it'll open back up in a bit. And as we uh, create more content for the film coming up and, and stuff, we'll be uh, reaching out and setting things up for people to be able to participate in the James Arnold Taylor movie, perhaps, in that way by submitting art. But anyways, uh, so much going on in the world right now. And as we wrap this year, you know, uh, let me just uh, say... There's so much, so much in life that can bring us down. But how much in life can bring us up? Well, there's a ton of it. And we just have to seek it out. We just have to find it. And so I would encourage you today, before the end of the year, to make a list of what you're grateful for, to breathe it all in, to know that life is all right, 
But I just want to, I want to dedicate this episode of the podcast to all of you that are thinking you're not good enough, to all of you that are thinking you can't do it, to all of you that think, you know, I've missed out or I've done too many bad things in my life. I just want to say, you know, we all struggle. We all have challenges. We all have things in life that can bring us down. But I believe each one of us was made in the image of God and God has a heart for his people and loves us all whether we love him or not or believe in him or not. And so I just encourage you to ask him in. Ask him into your heart and just say, I'm not perfect, I've messed up, but I'm willing to look at you and I'm willing to believe or I'm willing to believe to believe. You know, in the Bible, there's a great story of a, a, a father and son and the son needs healing and the, the dad, Jesus is there and the dad says, Lord, I believe, please help my unbelief. So it's like, He's saying, I believe, but, oh, do I believe? Because I struggle with unbelief. And we all do. So I would just say for all of you that are struggling with that, as we close the year out, close that out and just say, I'm going to be honest and put it up there and go, I don't know. I don't know, uh, a, you know, a, a fragment of what there is to know in life, but I know what my heart tells me. And I know I desire love and happiness and joy. So I'm just going to believe Look, God's all around us, and you can find proof of them in many ways if you if you seek it. But I don't mean to make this an altar call, but that's what they call it. But but honestly, if you're if you're having trouble this year, or you're having trouble in life right now, just ask God to help you. That's what I did many years ago, and He has, and He's never let me down. He comes in and He helps. So just say, dude, <laughs> I don't know if I believe, but so help my unbelief and show me a way to you and show me that you're real and show me that you're there. I believe he will. And for those of you that are struggling today, I just want you to know that you're in a safe space here. We at the James Arnold Taylor Podcast love you and we care for you. And that's why we're here, just to be a light. Hopefully I'm just a silly little light to folks that need encouragement, doing voices and hopefully making you laugh and entertaining you. And I certainly see from the comments, I thank you for all of those from all of you. It touches my heart, but you know, life can be pretty cool if we let it. So let's let it this new year. Let's let this new year wash over us in good ways and feel strength and joy and know that the struggles are there to build up muscles that we have that need to be built up. Whether they're muscles in our mind or in our hearts or in our physical bodies, there can be healing in our, in our lives if we let that happen and we choose joy over sorrow. Joy is different than happiness. I've said it a million times on this show. You don't have to be happy all the time, but if you can find joy in your heart, meaning if you can find a way to feel that joy, and for me, that is through my faith and knowing that God's got this and got me and he's got my family and friends and he's got all of you, breathe that in, let go. Sometimes the biggest thing we can do is to let go, to stop trying to control it all, to stop trying to make things a certain way and just let go. So if you're having trouble right now and you're struggling, maybe just let go. Let go for a while. You know, do the things that you need to do to keep responsibilities going and stuff with work and family and such, but, but let go. You know, and, and look, even if you don't believe, go, God, I give it to you. That's what I do. I, I lay it on the altar, as they say. I, and I envision myself, I picture in my head taking whatever it is. So like if it's, you know, anxiety, I picture me holding the word anxiety and setting it up on, a, on an altar or handing it over to Jesus and him taking it and going, thanks, I got this. Because he can handle it. And I say, I don't want this anymore. He says, okay. 
So if you can do that, if you can take that little time, close your eyes and just envision giving up whatever it is that is hounding you this year and giving it up, going, I don't want that to bother me anymore. I'm not going to let it. I don't need to. And the problems that it's bringing are actually instead weight training for my heart and soul and body and mind to make me a stronger person. Enduring and being patient and enduring, that's just like building muscle. You're just building it up to be a better you, okay? So whatever struggles you're going through right now, the parts that hurt, first off, I am sorry, okay? I, I don't ever want anybody to be hurting, but I know that it's part of life. So please know that someone here listens and believes in you and is sorry for the pain that you may be experiencing in life. But I'm breathing and I want you to breathe with me and we're just going to take it and we're going to say, you know what? This could be looked at to tear me down or it could be looked at to build me up. And I'm going to choose that it's going to build me up today. Today I'm going to choose strength and that this challenge is here to build up new muscles in me and to help me be a stronger person. So let's be stronger people so we can help other people because that's really what makes your heart sing is when you help others. And let's take in these last few moments of this year, 2021, as we crack open a new year, 2022. Unbelievable that we're already there. And pray that this world and country heals and we find newness and faith and trust and we put away fear and anxiety and we we take hold of the things that confound us and struggle and we say you know what i'm going to use these as muscle builders now all right i pray blessings on each and every one of you i pray a, a blessed abundant 2022 for each person listening to the show and i thank you so much for listening I pray that you continue to listen. I pray that if you're brand new to it, that you would go back and listen. There's 50 plus other episodes out there on on my YouTube channel, on Apple, iTunes, on Spotify, all the places that you podcast. Go back and listen to the old episodes of the Jatcast and check them out. Check out my Christmas episode. It's really fun. And uh, as we ring in the new year, all right? Hey, let's bring in Mr. Announcer Guy to close out the show and read the legal mumbo-jumbo the last time of 2021. Hey, Mr. Announcer Guy. Yes, James. Do that thing you do, dude. Yeah, man. Talking to myself, the James Arnold Taylor Podcast is a production of YumiGo Inc. Recorded at Chat Studios. Engineered, written, recorded, and produced by, you guessed it, James Arnold Taylor. All voices are parody and should be construed as entertainment only. All music and sound effects used with permissions and licenses through Backtracks, Digital Juice, Production Tracks, and Partners in Rhyme. James Arnold Taylor's Talking to Myself, the podcast. Copyright 2021. All rights reserved. Thanks, dude. Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. Merry Christmas, Hank. Merry Christmas, Jat. 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 No, Jat. Whatever. Okay. Merry Christmas, Billy. Oh, yeah. Yes, sir. Mr. Uh, Mr. James, sir. I was going to call you Mr. Billy, sir. That would be me. You're Mr. Billy, sir. Yes, indeed. Merry Christmas. Okay, Merry Christmas. Joy to the world. The Lord is coming. Peace on earth and goodwill towards men. Uh, thank you, Billy. Merry Christmas, Bob. Oh, and do Merry Christmas and Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Happy New Year, Reginald. Don't call me Reggie. Yes, right, right, right. Happy New Year. Happy New Year, Life Day, whatever, Obi-Wan. Hello there. Happy New Year. Merry Christmas. Happy Life Day. And may the force be with you. Thanks, Obi. And all of you, Merry Christmas, Happy New Year. May you be blessed 
and we'll talk to you. I get to do the joke. I get to do the bad joke. Hey, we'll talk to you next year. <laughs> you see, because, well, all right. Anyways, okay. See ya. You're probably listening to this in the new year already. But anyways, happy new year. Goodbye.